you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Without further ado! That's what the game's all about. All of a sudden you feel like you can't miss. I'm gonna just leave it up there. You couldn't make that if you tried that again. Absolutely not. Spread the floor, let's go! Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is the Thursday workshop, first edition of our Thursday workshop, breaking down Thursday bets. It's Wednesday night at seven o'clock Eastern. We are breaking them down hot off the presses. Get an early look, beat that closing line, get that CLV, that sweet CLV that will not make you feel better when you lose. Joined tonight by professional better Raheem Palmer and Action Network analyst Joe Delera. We're going to be breaking down Thursday's slate. Want to let you know that absolutely everything that we cover is in the Action Network app, which is the best way for you to track your picks. You get to follow where the money's at. You get to feel better when the money is with you and absolutely be terrified when the money goes against you as it has against me on a couple of bets on this fine Wednesday evening. You can get all of Raheem and Joe's picks in there, props, analysis, everything that you need in the Action Network app. Download it on your mobile device right now. Let's not waste any time. Gents, Raheem, what's good, my man? Give me that first sweet best bet for Thursday's slate. Hey, my first bet, best bet, I'm going to go to the New Orleans Pelicans, Los Angeles Clippers. We're going to go with that game. We actually got two bets on that game now. We're going to go with the under 215. And when you look at this game, first things first, none of these offenses are great <laughs> at all. The Clippers are 27th in offensive rating, scoring 106 points for 100 possessions. When you look at the Pelicans, there aren't any better. They're 25th in offensive rating, scoring 107. But when you look at how these teams push the ball up and down the court, the Clippers are 15th in pace. They're 17th in offensive length of possession. The Pelicans, they're 20th in pace. They're 19th in offensive length of possession. So I just don't see this as a game where both of these teams are going to get up and down the floor. When you look at the Clippers, they had 34 points in the third quarter the other day against the Denver Nuggets. Now, I know that this Pelicans defense isn't really that good but that's that tells you how this team struggles to score they put up just 106 points on a Hawks team which is just giving up 110 120 points every single night even in that game they were just at 115 points per one possessions which is great but this Hawks team they can't stop a nosebleed so I'm gonna go with the under here but I also like the Clippers and one thing I'm seeing from the Clippers right now is that they're playing great defense. And I know they don't have Paul George. I know they don't have Kawhi Leonard. 
But this is a team that's getting after it on the defensive end of the floor. Over the last two weeks, they're holding teams to 106 points, 400 possessions. So I think this is going to be a grinded out game. My model makes this game Clippers plus one and a half over under 209. So with the spread at Pelicans minus three and 215, I think the Clippers in the under is the play. This is a tricky one, I think, because we got two teams in very weird positions here based off of where they're at this season and the injuries, right? So the Paul George injury obviously is really big. The Pelicans have just recently gotten themselves together and they've been playing a little bit better. So here's a question is like, all right, I have this, I have this clips minus four, right? I agree with you on the total because of basically the Pelicans have been playing a little bit better defensively and the Clippers, I think have a little bit more upside defensively than, than most and their offense struggles to score anyway. So this could be just like an ugly game. The question I have is how much are Kawhi and PG worth to the spread? Um, let's, let's take a Kawhi cause he hasn't played all season. Yeah. Do we think PG is worth, he's been one of the higher guys in terms of the spread rating the last couple of years of the books. So he's been up at like three points. I'm willing to go as high as three here. And that gets us to that still gets us a Clippers minus one, right? From uh, from my line of four. So if, if we get there, now we're into like the territory. And even on yours, right? You've got Clippers minus one, that three point differential. Only- I got it plus, plus I got it plus one and a half. Yeah, plus one and a half. So I'm just a little bit nervous because the Pelicans have been playing better. They burned me last night on that Wolves game. That's that's part of where this is coming from. And just like when the Clippers look bad, they look so bad, Raheem. Like they look so bad when they're when they look bad. It's like Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris just like I guess we'll do, like they basically won that game last night because the, the the Nuggets bench vomited on itself and the Clippers can like hit some threes, which has been very inconsistent for them. I like the under. I'm a little nervous about taking the Clippers here at any spot just because I feel like they're the variance on them is going to be super high without PG. Yeah, it's definitely super high on this team. I mean, they can't score. And I think that's, I mean, even in that Hawks game in which they blew out the Hawks, the Hawks had a, a, a double-digit lead in that first quarter. But I just don't think this is the, a, a team that's truly going to take advantage of them. I just think this is a, a really close game. And I got to play the numbers. I just, I just don't believe in this Pelicans team at all. I think the number lends itself towards playing the Clippers. And I also like to, one of the things I like to do is I like to, I don't believe in the concept of momentum, but I believe in the concept of teams finding something and, and finding a little groove. And when teams are playing well and on a streak, I like to play that. And I think that was a big bounce back spot for them at home against the Nuggets. Huge win against the, the, the Hawks where they were underdogs. So I'm going to ride this thing out. I want to be like, oh, New Orleans has played better recently. Yeah, last two weeks, they've got a minus six differential under two and four. So no. <laughs> I mean, and also you got to remember, right after this, I'm trying to look like, I think if you pull up their schedule, who do they have it after this? I know the Pelicans actually have the the, the Brooklyn Nets after this. <laughs> so they're not in the, nice. the best spot. Is there a look-ahead spot in the NBA? Is that a thing that exists? I don't think it does, just based off of how the teams tend to react. They just kind of view every game as the same. But if there is, maybe they're looking the, forward to this. I don't know if there's a look-ahead spot in the NBA, but I do like to approach things. At, like this is the start of a, a road trip for the Clippers. So they have the Pelicans on the road, the Spurs on the road. They go home for one, and then they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is the longest road trip of the season. This is the se- This is probably where the Clippers are going to just completely fall apart, or maybe they'll they'll hold it together. And I, so I think this is a big spot for them. Okay, Joe, 
What's your best bet? First best bet of the night. Uh, I like the Thunder plus 10 against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I like the spot. I, we, just, we just heard that James Harden is going to play. So this would be last night. So this is a back-to-back. We might see a little bit of rest here. Uh, the Thunder are the best team in the league against the spread at 26 and 14. And the Nets are 14, 23, and 2. And they're the worst team at home at 4, 16, and 1. So we know it's at home. We know Kyrie Irving can't play. It's a back-to-back. It's a travel day. Um, I could totally see them coming in a little bit flat, especially after this big game against the Bulls tonight sir, or last night. So I think that, you know, the Nets, they don't really stand out, I feel like, in any way. Like, you have Kyrie Irving, you have Kevin Durant, you have James Harden. But, like, offensively, defensively, their net rating is pretty average. Like, they're 12th in adjusted net rating. And they're just about there in both offense and defense. So I get that the Thunder are bad. And they're, they have an awful offense. Like their offense, just they can't figure it out. But their defense is kind of middle of the road. Mm-hmm. So I think that in this matchup, I, I'm going to grab the double digit points. I know it opened at a plus 11. It's going, it seems like it's moving down. Uh, so I'm going to try to grab the double digits while I can, especially if I think that on a back to back, a travel day, we might get a little bit of rest news from the Brooklyn Nets. So I like the Thunder at plus 10. And I'm going to back a team that's been way better against, against the spread, especially against the Nets. I've talked about this before. I have two projection systems. The first one bases, it covers matchups. So how do these two teams perform in the half court and transition and how often they spend their time there? Because I think that really matters. Yeah. If you're a team that doesn't allow a lot of transition and your opponent's got a good offense, but only because they're good in transition, well, that matters. And then I've got my power rating, which is basically how do these two teams perform versus like an average opponent? And what's that differential? For Power rating, I've got this minus 16, which tells you a lot about how bad the Nets are or the Thunder. <laughs> the, the Thunder yeah. are not going to look good in this system. But based off a of matchup, and matchup has done very well with Thunder games this season, um, I only got this at minus five. I got minus 4.9. So I like the edge there. Thunder have been really consistent. My only kind of hesitation is the biggest edge, and I harp on this every week with the Nets, is that their front court, they have no front court defense. There's nobody yeah. really for OKC to really challenge that. It's all on the perimeter. So that makes me a little bit nervous. The Nets will probably switch a lot and that could really bog down an already pretty bad uh, Thunder offense. But I can't hate this just because the Thunder have been so good against the spread and the Nets comparatively are again at home, especially are really weak. Like if we take, if I, if I take out home court advantage, I've only got this Thunder. I've only got this Nets minus three. Um, I will, however, probably have the Nets in uh, Moneyline Parlay just because. Yeah, I, I think it's fair. I think it's tough to say that the Thunder could win the game outright, but I, I like the double-digit points that I'm getting here. Uh, I will throw one in, and we'll go back to Joe for a second one. Um, mine is going to be on the Warriors-Bucks game. This is obviously the headliner of the night, mm-hmm. and I like the under here. So no Draymond, which makes you think like, oh, their defense is going to be worse. The defensive rating differential for the Warriors is not substantially different with Draymond on the court versus off. Now, you take Draymond out and the rotations all shift up, and that's obviously a factor here. But when we look at the Bucs offense and how it kind of functions, if you switch a lot versus them, it can bog them down. That's been kind of their Achilles heel. There's been two Achilles heels for them. It switches and zone. Those are the two things. Um, The Warriors probably won't zone up a lot, but they will switch a ton here. They do have size, so they can handle the physicality of the Bucs and Giannis inside. Giannis is going to get his. He's Giannis. But I do think the, the Warriors will be able to produce enough 
defensively. And the Warriors offense has continued to struggle. You know, this gets into a question of like, we, Raheem and I are always talking about this. When do you want to bet on the regression, right? Am I going to look at this game and go like, this is the game where Steph Curry starts to shoot like Steph Curry. This is the game where Steph Curry starts to shoot like Steph Curry. Or do I just want to say like, look, this is where the situation is at. The Warriors offense has underperformed consistently. The Bucks defense is, is good, is really good, but hasn't been elite this season, especially with guys in and out. So I'm kind of tempted. I, I like the under here. I have this model down all the way at 208.8. That's pretty conservative. And the Bucks numbers aren't really reflective of who they are at full strength. But yeah. with a total here of 222 and a half, I'm getting 10 points here. I, I like this, the under on this. Raheem, if you have it real quick, can you let me know what you have for the projected for the total for you have this 214 and I debated giving this one out, but I thought the, I thought my Clippers play was a little bit stronger, but I like this one a lot. I'm just, um, I think the biggest issue I had is I wanted to see who was playing. It appears that Drew holiday is out. So I think he makes their offense. I mean, I think he hurts both ends of the floor. I think he makes their defense a little worse, but he also makes their offense a little worse as well. So you look at the Bucks last couple of weeks, they're 14th in both offensive rating and defensive rating. I, I like this one. I really do. Okay. So we'll yeah. go with the under on Warriors Bucks. Joe, you've been on the side of this game, don't you? Yeah. I like the Bucks minus three here. Um, I get that the Warriors have been, uh, they're the best team in adjusted net rating, but I think that Draymond, uh, like the combination of Draymond being out and Clay Thompson being in, I feel like like Clay Thompson is being a little bit overvalued in what his, value is to the spread. Um, so I, I think that this line at minus three, I think if Draymond's playing, I, I definitely want to be on the Warriors, but I think it, the way it, with him not being there, it impacts their offense. It impacts the way that Curry has to handle the ball. He can't move off the ball as much. And I think that that could be problematic against this Bucks defense. And I get that, you know, Drew Holiday's listed as doubtful. He probably won't play. But they are getting some depth back. It looks like Drake Grayson Allen's coming back. Pat Connington is probable as well. So I think that with that being said, I think Draymond's impact and him missing is creating value on the box because of coupled with Clay Thompson being there and people saying, well, like you got Clay, so you have Steph, you have Clay, like they're still gonna be good. But Clay still, he only played about 20, he's only been playing like low 20 minutes. And uh, we are not really sure like what we can see out of him in over 30 minutes, 35 minutes, or when he even gets there. So I like the bucks at minus three, they're home. And I think that Curry's just been so cold and I get that you don't want to fade your stars here in that way, but he just hasn't looked the same since he really, since he broke the three point record. Yeah, I agree. Well, even before that, cause he was so stressed out trying to get it. Yeah. Right. It was like a whole, it was a whole big thing here. Um, my final final one, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I always like to do a parlay on this one. I'm going to do a Moneyline parlay. So speaking of this game, I have this game at, I was prepared if Draymond had played to go to the mattresses with, uh, <laughs> with, 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 with the Warriors, but with Draymond out. So I've only got this, this is interesting, and matchup, on my matchup, I've only got this um, full strength Warriors minus one and a half. So if we, I would say that Draymond's probably worth a full three points at the spread. Um, he is so vital for unlocking stuff and getting him involved the defensive side. Like I would say he's probably worth about a point and a half to two points to their defense. And then probably a half point to a point for their offense. So from that perspective, that still gets me into bucks or favored territory pretty solidly. So I will go ahead and, and throw the bucks into the parlay. We'll take the bucks and we'll take the nets that gets us down to minus minus one ten at win. 
and I can't lock it in right now because it's still being debated. I'm going to get the Nuggets in there at minus 360. The Nuggets are already, whew, that loss was bad, bad to the Clippers. But how do I not take Denver here just on the money line? I don't want to touch the spread. No Dame, no CJ, no Anthony Simons. They're just too shorthanded. I feel like I can throw them into that parlay. I'm going to go with a three-teamer, Nets, Bucks, Nuggets. Raheem, can I get you to bet parlay one time in your life? Not this one. Parlay is actually just not this one. And the reason, only reason why I don't want to play this one, and at least rather I don't want to play it now because I could see the Nets sitting somebody and I could see this line going down. So that's the only thing that kind of concerns me with this. But I do think it's a good spot for the for, for the Denver Nuggets. They're at home. Obviously, they still have one of the best home court advantages in basketball. They should be able to beat up on this Blazers team, which they just announced that Dame's going to be out for months at this point, probably the rest of the season. So they're going to be tanking soon. So I do like the Nuggets. It's just the, the Nets. I think you got to wait on that because I, I think this line's probably going to go down if Kyrie or Harden sits. So. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Thank you for saving yeah, me. Thank you for saving me on that. <laughs> uh, I have to ask you about this before I go, Raheem. Um, let me see your projections real quick. Let me know what you've got for Wolves Grizzlies because I'm I, I need to talk myself off of what I want to bet here. You want to bet the Timberwolves, don't you? I want to bet the Timberwolves. You know I want to bet up, my Timberwolves, <laughs> not Brandon Anderson's, my Minnesota Timberwolves. I have it at Grizzlies minus five and a half, and the only reason why I don't want to bet this is because they played the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. Dallas Mavericks are playing the New York Knicks tonight. It's Wednesday. They got a day off. Meanwhile, the Grizzlies are on a back-to-back. So I'm hoping the Grizzlies can win tomorrow. They can flop, They can float into Friday, and the, the Mavericks are going to end that streak on Friday. So that's the spot I've been looking at. I've been plotting this out all week. It's got to work in my <laughs> I got an edge on both. I got an edge on both the Wolves, on the Wolves in both matchup and power rating. That's annoying. I can't do it, though. My model just loves the Wolves too much. It's just, it loves it too much. I mean, I mean the, the, the Wolves did have a very disappointing loss against the Pelicans, so it probably is a good spot. But for me, We're gonna, I've been, I've been, I've had Friday circled on my calendar to bet the, the Mavericks. Well, I'll we tell just you did right a Mavericks now, piece today. I got, I got this Grizzlies minus 10 and a half, so I'm going to be going against you. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be on Memphis in that game. Maver- <laughs> Mavericks may be better. Mavericks may be better than, than, than the early season numbers, but I feel like they're Jason Kidd's going to come through for me and, and pull them back down. I believe that. I feel like it's, three, it's the spot. It's three games and four nights. They just had the yeah, dominant right. win against dominant win against the Warriors. They've won ten in a row. This is the spot. Friday. I'm telling you, the street ends. If, if the what are these pull, next two games? If the Wolves, pull, well, I'm ask you. If the Wolves pull off the the upset, what do you think? Wolves pull off the upset. I might have to hold back. Okay, that's what. But if they don't, I'm, 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 I might pull out the chopper. On the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic, my guy from Villanova, Jalen Brunson. I got to roll with it. All right. Let's go over our best bets before we get out of here. Uh, for Thursday, Palmer likes the under 215. Joe Dallara likes the Thunder plus 10 as an early line versus the Nets. Get that in as soon as you hear this. Um, we are also doing this live, by the way, on YouTube. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel for Action Network of Toronto Notifications. You get all our great content. Uh, and Joe also likes the Bucks minus three versus the Warriors. I like uh, the under in Warriors Bucks, and I'm gonna have a parlay Nets probably when that line settles. Uh, Nets Bucks Nuggets. Let's get wrap it up for buckets. Thanks for joining us so much. Our thanks to 
Gifford Gould, our producer for the show, for the live stream. Make sure to check out the Action Network app. You can track Raheem and Joe's picks in there. Have yourselves a great week. We'll be back on Friday with the happy hour. Thanks for so much for joining us. Let's get buckets.